Hello, my friends, and welcome to Time Between Times Storytelling with me, Owen Staten. I have been away for a few weeks. Where have I been, you may ask? Well, telling tales is where I've been. I am lucky as a storyteller. I get to travel the land sometimes and tell tales to audiences, big and small. In the day, in the night, on the stage, in the light, I love to tell tales. Now, as a storyteller, my only focus is on awakening the imagination and enjoying the tale. I do not preach. I do not put issues across of things which are troubling us in the world today, and I never, ever, ever wear a waistcoat. I just tell tales that you will enjoy. So join me back here at The Time Between Times, weekly, every Friday, for more stories in this podcast. And thank you ever so much for all your feedback, which has been absolutely fantastic. It feels so great that I am telling the tales of South Wales and beyond to people all over the world. These myths, these legends are being told to another generation, and that makes me happy indeed. For those who follow me on Twitter, I have been doing a series of Twitter space stories. Stories just told on the hoof, if you like, usually at about nine o'clock. I will announce on my Twitter when I'm going to do it, and you are more than welcome to join me there, as many people have. And to any new audience members who I have met on there, welcome to the time between times. So, my friends, sit back, relax, forget that the sun may be blazing outside, and remember the dark heart of the world, that time of year when the sun and the moon reach the sky and there is a chill in the air. The leaves are starting to fall. That is the time of tales. So take your coat from the hook by the door, place it on, do up your zip, and set foot into the chilly air at the time between times, the time it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. Take that long walk down the footpath to the road in front of your house. Turn right or left, it's up to you. Make your way into the forest. Just before you set foot from the concrete to the grass, take a deep breath. Look up at the trees in front of you and set foot into the woods. Take the least travelled path winding through the woodland, back and forth, up and down, until you come to that clearing at the heart of the forest. The trees stretch to the sky around you. The moon and the sun are in the sky. Far away you can hear the howl of wolves. You can hear the growl of bears. But you know you are safe here at the time between times. The time when the veil between our world and the wafer-thin world. In which ghosts and spirits passed almost unseen. Can we reach into their realm? like they reach into ours? Can we watch shadows and shadows, shadows, and people who walk among shadows flit from one realm to the other? 
for a few moments let your imagination awake and join me as we travel an old path to rugged Northumberland and there Dunsterer Castle on the ragged cliffs overlooking the sea. Dunsterer Castle stands proud Ravaged by waves and lightning that strikes the sky, its towers stretch to the heavens, its dark stone foreboding like a giant broken tooth stretched from the coast. And on this night, where we join it, a famed warrior called Guy the Seeker is making his way across the stone causeway, battered by the waves. Storms rage through the night. He is soaked as his armour starts to rust and seize as he makes his way across the causeway. He passes pools full of crabs, pools full of eels. He even sees the odd fish as he holds onto the rocks and battered by the waves. He is making his way to the castle, for it is said that there lies a fair maiden asleep on a bed in a great hall. Many have tried to rescue her, but none have succeeded. He looks up and pushes the salt from his eyes and looks at the castle standing in front of him. He turns back and looks at the mainland. He is now closer to the castle than he was to the mainland and must go on further, step after step. Water after water, splash after splash, wind howling through the air. He suddenly grabs onto the stones beneath the castle and looks up. Now he must climb a cliff, hand over hand, foot over foot, stepping up, pulling up, reaching until he gets to the great gate of the castle. Now the wind and the rain batters him. His hair is flat upon his face. He feels exhaustion like he has never felt it before. But still he climbs and clambers for the treasure that he will greet. Suddenly, he is there in front of the great oak doors to the castle, knowing not what lies beyond them. He steps forward and opens the door which creaks in front of him. Lightning rents the air and lights up the sky like it was day. And there, standing in front of him, is a sorceress, her red hair blowing in the breeze. She is beautiful and terrible, looks up at him, points her finger right at his very heart and says... The maiden lies imprisoned in the great hall. There you will find two guardians of a crystal tomb. One holds one treasure, the other holds another. You, Sir Guy the Seeker, a hero from ages past, whose name passes down through the centuries, must choose one and only one of those treasures. Choose correctly, and the maiden shall be free. Choose incorrectly, and the maiden will remain here, at Dunsborough Castle, forevermore. She passes out of sight. Sir Guy rushes forward and draws his sword, and looks around. The storm rages stronger than ever, but of this sorceress there is no sign. 
He makes his way bracing against the wind until he reaches the doors to the great hall. He looks up. This castle has stood here centuries, even though this is over a thousand years ago now, and still it stands. He pushes the door into the great hall and falls through into the hall itself, suddenly feeling the wind and the rain behind him. He pushes the door closed with a bang, and he is greeted by silence. In front of him is the strangest sight he has ever seen. One hundred black marble horses cover the floor on the left side of the hall. One hundred white marble knights cover the floor on the other side of the hall. And there in the middle is a crystal tomb in which lies the most beautiful maiden he has ever seen. Her hair is as fair as the dawn. Although she is sleeping, he knows that her eyes would be as deep as the oceans. On one side of her stands a skeleton, holding an old horn in its hand. From the other side, there is another skeleton, and this one holds an ancient sword in its hand, as if offering it to those who come. Brushing himself down, Sir Guy takes a step into the hall, watching every single inch of it for enemies, for the sorceress. He feels a chill through the air and steps forward. His feet clank on the marble floor. He looks at the marble horses. He looks at the marble knights. He looks at the skeletons who have stood there for ages, and his heart races faster at thought of awakening the maiden. He steps forward. He looks at the sword. He looks at the horn. He looks back to the sword, back to the horn. The skeleton carrying the sword wears an old, ancient helmet almost covering its face, but he seems to see its eyes almost glint at him from beneath. The skeleton carrying the horn seems more hunched, older. Its teeth are long and hooked. Horn or sword? Horn or sword? Suddenly, Sir Guy reaches forward and grabs the horn, puts it to his mouth and blows a note which echoes through the hall. And then something happens that he did not expect. As the note of the horn blows around, every one of the marble knights comes alive. Swords swinging through the air. The marble horses crumble to the earth. Sir Guy spins around to look at the knights, but then his worst fears are realised. As the maiden in the crystal case descends into the floor, just before she is lost forever, her eyes open. And she looks at him in horror and screams out his name, Sir Guy! Sir Guy dives forward to try and grab the maiden, but hits only the stone. 
and marble floor. He turns onto his back and loses consciousness. Was it hours? Was it days? Was it weeks? Was it months later? We will never know. But Sir Guy awakens on the beach near the castle, looking up at its great towers. His armour is gone, his sword is gone, his shield is gone, his honour has gone. For he has made a fateful choice indeed. And now the maiden is lost forever. He sits up, brushes the sand from his clothes, steps forward and looks at the castle. The sea is still. The day is clear. There is no sign of the storm. He looks back at the land behind him, forward at the castle once more, and makes his way back to Dunsborough Castle, where he spends the rest of his life seeking the maiden, the corridors, the chambers, the dungeons, the towers. But she has never been found. Many years later, Sir Guy was found dead on the floor of the hall, exhausted. But it's said that every night, the time between times, the time it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. His ghost can be seen wandering the battlements, muttering under his breath, I have made the fatal choice. I have made the fatal choice. I have made the fatal choice. And that, my friends, is the exciting, exhilarating, spooky adventure. A tale from Northumbria. A tale from Dunsborough Castle. A tale that echoes through the ages. The tale of the fatal choice. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It's something a little bit different for me and I thought I would share it with you here to start this new season of Time Between Times storytelling. Join me again next week where I will tell you another tale. If you think you know anyone who would enjoy these tales as much as you would, then please share the podcast with them. You can write to me at owenstaten at aol.com. Many people do. You can ask me questions, suggest some tales, or just tell me where you are and where you're listening. Join me on Twitter at Owen S. Griffiths and look out for the Twitter space stories. I also have a YouTube channel, Time Between Times Storytelling. That grows from strength to strength. There are shorter stories there and you have to see my face, but who knows, maybe you'll enjoy it. And if you're feeling really generous, why not buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash Owen Staten. I would really like a nice coffee right now. But sometimes, my friends, your company is just enough. So join me again soon 
of the time between times. The time it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone, and the sky is grey. And enjoy tales traditionally told, wherever you can find them. No star, my friends. Take care of yourself. Goodbye.